welcome back to our podcast uh, on the other line this is sarah and i'm lemma and today we are going to start off by actually just giving you a little bit of um uh, a summary of what happened in the last three weeks that we haven't posted anything and basically lem and i are just beat like this is the first time we have talked in like what time. like yeah. two weeks on like a while like on the <laughs> phone actually yeah because we've been the only the only time we ever have to talk really is just like texting now because we just started um like law school and we're both just exhausted honestly yep. i'm like running on five hours of sleep and i'm like feeling the crackhead energy right now and uh this is like the last bit yeah. of it this is the last bit of my energy so but you know what we're I'm gonna wasting it all for you guys yeah but you know what we're gonna generate it to more goodness because we're talking about some misconceptions about feminism and we will exactly demystify them exactly actually um this is an episode that i've been really 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 looking forward to because i have had like these arguments with people as a feminist you tend to have these arguments with yeah. some people um who really don't understand feminism and i feel like this really does save me a lot of time the next time i argue with somebody about feminism i will just send him this because it's like a summary of all the key points that i usually get and that's kind of where the inspiration came from this episode for this episode and also, like, if we do end up naming the episode um, Feminism for Dummies, I just want to put a little bit of a disclaimer out there and just say that if you um, don't know anything about feminism or you're new to the subject, I'm really not calling you a dummy. It's just an inspiration by the, um, you know, the four dummy books, you know, I don't know if you know that, but the Economics for Dummies, it's like a book series, basically, and it's I just got the inspiration for that just to kind of... Um, yeah, so funny, basically what we I don't mean really is mean like that. <laughs> feminism for people who don't really know much about feminism and they want to learn about mm -hmm. it. Exactly. Just very simplify, simplifying some topics that um, are have a lot of mis misconceptions about them. Yeah. So, so we, we have a list of all the misconceptions. Not all of them, but yeah, I mean like do. the ones that we've come across. The general yes. ones, the general ones. And we will go through them. It's a long list, so we might do like one part one, part two if it's too long. Yeah. Not sure yeah. yet. Let's but, go into um, it. So yeah, I think we should start with the first topic. And that is the misconception that feminism is a bunch of man-hating, a cult of man-hating women. Who just who just want world domination? Yeah. Okay, I think that's the biggest misconception. So let's start by defining what femi feminism actually is. Okay, so it, my definition take it, take it away. <laughs> my definition of feminism is basically the promotion of economic, social, and political equality amongst all people, or like the goal yeah. of that of those levels of equality to attain yeah equality. basically that's like kind of like if i wanted to summarize it in one sentence but the thing is like feminism is very much different for different people that's true it does have like different meaning to different people the meaning that i like the definition that i really really like about uh, feminism is by emma watson and it is the belief that men and women should have equal rights and opportunities it is the theory of the political economic and social equality or inequality of the sexes and i really like that because i feel like it sums it down sums it down pretty well 
And like you said, Lema, like there, there definitely is like feminism means something different to everyone. And I think what, what Lema means by that is that there are different sort of theories or theories or kind of um, philosophies of feminism. Yes. So like, um, you know, you have the Marxist feminism, you have a liberal feminism. So you're starting to sound like my lecture. Have... I'm not even kidding. My <laughs> professor literally said what you just <laughs> like all the different kinds of what feminism. Yeah, she was oh, like, really? we, we had the Marxist feminism, feminism. we had, like, she was literally <laughs> saying Oh, my God. Thing. I think I I'm am like, sorry. This is okay, guys, if, you, if I do sound like a lecturer today, please bear in mind that I have been listening to lectures <laughs> my whole week, okay? So I'm just, like, my brain is just repeating these contract law things that I'm learning. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Um, so that's the definition on the basics of feminism. That's a basic mm -hmm. definition of feminism. So now you can't really argue that feminism is a man-hating cult yeah. of women because it really Yeah, isn't. and the okay? thing is too, is a lot of people hear feminism and they think, oh, only for a woman. It's not that. It, it also actually gives men some rights as well, right? Because essentially what you're doing is that you're giving both men and women equal opportunity. And while in most cases mm -hmm. women don't have equal opportunity, they're usually they're they're usually kind of like, I guess, inferior to men in many certain circumstances. There are instances mm -hmm. where men are inferior to women in certain circumstances, and feminism actually addresses that too. So it's not just like a go woman, like we want power. It's just equ about equality. And about giving both the same opportunities. Exactly. And a big part of feminism or the feminist study is to actually look at how, how gender inequality entrenches itself into all mm -hmm. parts of society. And that includes looking at the way that we as a society have placed uh, genders in certain roles um, that have either disadvantaged them or advantaged or disadvantaged them in certain ways. So that includes looking at the way that feminism or sorry, the way that these social roles um, are impacting men and how that plays a role in perpetuating that inequality, if that makes sense. Um, I'm really going to try to keep this simple because I feel like if we're trying to explain this to someone that doesn't really have background in feminism, they would be like, what? So I'm going to keep it simple. Okay, number. so we're going to go to number two now, um, which is that feminism is basically a woman's problem, only a woman's problem, or I guess only includes women. We kind of covered that in the first point, but I want to point out that like, just because you're a woman, it doesn't mean you're a feminist. A lot of women actually contribute to sexism. Maybe without mm -hmm. knowing, maybe purposely, maybe unintentionally. Very much so. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, and also a lot of men are feminists. So it's not just like a feminism is a belief system or... Um, it's not exclusive to women. Basically. For... It's not exclusive for women to participate and be feminist and stand up and stand against uh, gender inequality. Yes, it's not it's not a woman only cause because men. Are, mm -hmm. First of all, we do need men in order to actually promote that cause because you can't have half of the exactly. population working towards gender yeah. equality and then the other half not caring about it. Like you're not gonna get anywhere, right? So we need men to contribute yeah. to that. We need male feminists, and just because I think people hear the word fem. And they're like female, like, no, nah, 
no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, that's one of our yeah, myths. Yeah, <laughs> because like I was telling you, Sarah, well, I'm a human. Doesn't mean I'm a man. Like, just because you're like, exactly. just because you have just like a, a certain part yeah. of a word that is part of a, another label, like it doesn't, who cares? Like, it's just a name. You know, call it what you want. Call it whatever you exactly. want to if, if the name bothers you so much. Um, but yeah, anyway, like women do contribute to um, sexism at times, at times, and and that's why you find like a lot of uh, women kind of falling into, I guess, the patriarch patriarchal. Am I saying that right? <laughs> patriarchal culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you find a lot of women being impacted by that and falling into that, like into the little traps. You know, like how a lot of times uh, the media kind of um points women against each other and then what ends up happening is that the women actually start to like attack each other and be enemies because of like what the media has constructed and all of these like social beliefs and all of that like a lot of times um i feel like social construct can kind of break women apart because they want us to be weaker okay they don't want us to actually like (laughs) gather and like stand together they want us to be weaker so they want to divide us and break us apart it actually like i feel like it Mm -hmm. it does really happen like a lot of times like women um have this tendency to compare themselves to each other or like they view each other as like the enemy or like as competition and I, agree. I feel like it's just the societal mentality. Divide and conquer. Yeah, and it's really like, mm-hmm. I feel like it really, it's a concentrated thing where like, even just yeah. thinking about how women have to look like, you're, right? You have to look yeah. a certain way. You have to always be pretty. But you know what mm-hmm. that does is that it actually, um, when women aren't real with each other, when they put on a mask and they have to look a certain way or whatever, it actually makes, um, I guess, like different women intimidated by each other. And it makes us not be able to relate to each other, which is, it's like, we have a superpower as women. We can really, like, really, we can really relate to each other if we open up. But because of, like, societal standards and stuff, we've been taught to always, like, close off and and kind of, like, shove things under the rug. And what that does is that it doesn't allow women to actually, like, converse and relate to each other on a deeper level and I guess like become more supportive of each Mm -hmm. other exactly and there's a quote that um that I really like that kind of refers to that and that goes uh, empower empowered women empower women yeah and I think that's really important because it's true like what you said like a lot of times you know we do get kind of pitted against each other and um it's really important for women to stand with each other and it's also important for um, men to be allies yeah. and it's definitely part of the solution is for everyone to take part and to recognize that there is an issue and to see how they have contributed to that issue or how they can help um, fix yeah. that issue like I, I like to think of it the same way of, of any social movement really that allyship is really important and we've talked about this we've seen this being talked about um, it, about Black Lives Matter as well um, when it comes to allyship, that is also really, really, really important in addressing the issue. So exactly. that could be applied to other social mm-hmm. issues, I think. And too. you find that like, uh, you find that a lot of women choose not to identify as feminists because they want to be more oh, empathetic yeah. towards men 
I guess, or they don't want to seem, they don't want to appear in a certain light um, in front of men, I guess, because... Because there's a a bad name to feminism. There's like, they Uh, almost feels like if you're associated with feminism, every Mm -hmm. like man will hate you, you know? (laughs) But it's true though. I mean, I, I honestly, like when I was growing up, I also had this like misconception about feminism and I was like, I'm not a feminist. Feminism... Feminism is a bad thing, you know? It's not yeah, a good thing. But honestly, growing up, like, I... To be honest with you, like, my journey of feminism wasn't... I feel like it wasn't really my choice. It wasn't something that I was interested in. And, and you know, it's... It, because it was my problem that I had to deal with. It was it was the things that I was noticing in my life that separated me, that, that made me feel like I wasn't... Because of my gender, there were certain restrictions on me and comparing myself to how let's say my brother was brought up compared to me and then and then seeing how a lot of these issues extended to my female friends and then also learning about other issues in in different countries and that kind of really that was why I became a feminist because I didn't have a choice and you'll you'll probably hear this from any other person who is um, you know, who has a, who is part of a social issue because that issue directly affects them. It's like they don't have a choice but to go and, 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 and fight for that issue because it affects them personally. It affects their life. It affects their choices. Yeah. But like even, so, even if it doesn't yeah. affect you too, you see it around. Like you see it, it, mm-hmm. it does affect you, but it, it, sometimes it doesn't affect you directly. But it does affect you because it affects society. And if society is affected, mm-hmm. you're affected because you're part of society. Okay? <laughs> you ain't above yeah, exactly. soci- society. So you're going to... Yeah, but that's what people have to have to see and start seeing is that, you know, they need to start seeing other people's problems as their exactly. own problems. Because you're right. Like, it's... A, it, these Okay, these issues, like Black Lives Matter, um, feminism, LGBTQ+, these are human rights issues. They're not just individual social issues we categorize them into individual social issues because they really are individual social issues but at the end of the day they are human rights issues so the next myth that i'd like to debunk okay is the free the nipple movement and i'm placing this high up on that list because i think it's really important to address this point since i think a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about this even my own female friends even i had misconceptions about this and this, is, this isn't to state some kind of um, statement about what I believe in or what I don't believe in. This is just me explaining it to people because I think that there's a confusion about that whole topic, okay? So I think it's important to address this, this topic, okay? Um, so basically, Free the Nipple um, is actually a campaign which was started by a group of women in New York initially to protest against um, criminalization and censorship of the female breasts, okay? And I'm reading off my notes, so if I sound a little robotic, that's why, okay? And if I'm slurring my words, it's because I'm tired, so bear with me. Um, But basically, um, the idea behind Free free the Nipple is that, um, and I think it's it's very very based off of liberal feminism, which is the idea that women should have the freedom of, um, to make choices and decisions for themselves. So the idea behind Free the Nipple is that women should have the freedom to make decisions on their own bodies based on their own personal level of comfort, okay? And I personally see it as a statement that challenges sort of the idea that um, women's bodies are only accepted when they're objectified and sexualized 
for the purpose of like for the benefit of the industry for example like you know you see a lot on social media like where the under boob is a thing now and the the you know I feel like the body is is pretty much female body is pretty much very very much out there and it's pretty accepted but then things like the nipple are still censored and in a lot of countries criminalized for you to to display your nipple in public and um like and and things like breastfeeding your child or or people have really negative reactions to women who breastfeed in public you know so it's it's really about um taking back that control of our own bodies um and making the choice of what we want to show and what we don't want to show it's not about oh I I just want to show my nipples I I just don't want to be out there it's just it's I guess it's about taking back that freedom of choice and that's like that's how I personally interpret it I might I might be wrong um but also there's um so like if I to just kind of I guess get it from the perspective of someone who is more uh what's it called, who's more familiar with this subject. So in the words of activist, uh, hopefully I say this right, Sarai Chamali. okay. Um, so she said, um, women's breasts are not the problem. Sexual objectification is the problem. Breasts don't hurt children. Breasts feed children. And it's the sexualization of women's bodies that are hurting children the most. And I just want to add to that, um, yeah, it is about sexualization. Um, but a lot of people actually argue... Um, against the free nipple movement or like have based on their misconceptions about it or maybe even even after I've given this definition of free the nipple movement some people might be like oh that's absurd okay well um a lot of people will be like oh well if women uh complain about or feminists complain about um rape culture and sexual assault then this isn't the way to go and to that I would say that that's a really problem problematic way of thinking because you're basically saying that women the reason why sexual assault happens is because women's bodies are out on display which has been proven to be wrong so many times so you can argue that all you want but it's not fact there's nothing that's there's no factual basis for that so um I was gonna say like also at the end of the day like I I don't want to because I don't want to make it seem like Oh, if you don't believe in that part of feminism, you're not a feminist. I th- I feel like at the end of the day, like oh, feminism. Oh no, 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 definitely not. Yeah, I was gonna say like at the end of the day, I feel like feminism yeah. is about choice. Or it's about like being able exactly. to make your own choices. So yes, it, you can express exactly. it in different ways. Yeah, and that's exactly what the the I, I guess the, the the key points that you should be taking from from this what I just summarized about free the nipple isn't about necessarily oh free the nipple like if you agree with it agree with it if you don't don't agree with it at the end of the day we should all agree that women should have free choice and if a woman chooses to cover her body then that is also a free choice that should be respected and I feel like that's a lot that's something that I see is a bit hypocritical for some I guess maybe some feminists, um, maybe, because, I, I mean, I don't agree with... Not every feminist Feminist agrees with another with the because other feminist. Because that's the thing, we're not a cult. Um, it's not about, like, uh, we're exactly. all amenable and, uh, like, agreeable or whatever. Exactly. Like, we all, like... It's not about that. We're also human beings. We all have different beliefs and values. And it's exactly. not just, like, a... It's not... 
at the end of the day, feminism is not like a religion that you're joining. You're not like all going exactly. into this thing where you all have the same beliefs. Yeah. It's just a cause. There are no set of rules exactly. for feminism. The only thing that feminists all agree on is that there is an issue, which a social issue, which is gender inequality. And there are just different ways to analyze it, to look yeah. at the problems. And yeah, and exactly. So that's what they all that. agree on. Yeah, and you could do that however way you think is most effective and you can express it the way that you think is most effective and most um i guess aligning with your own values Mm -hmm. and beliefs and all of that yeah yeah exactly and personally i just learned about the free the nipple movement because i actually realized myself that i didn't know much about it and i'm i'm telling you this with an open mind like i i genuinely don't I generally don't think that you have to necessarily agree with every type of way or campaigning or um, act form of activism um, to fight for gender inequality, fight against gender inequality. But the main principle that you should be taking away is that women should have free choices, whether they choose to uncover or whether they choose to cover. And that's like the main takeaway from that. So at least now you know, and if you agree with it, fine if you don't agree with it that's okay too but i hope you at least agree with the main principle that we've yeah. taken away from and that. then also like the thing is is that okay because when people think about that they the, i feel like people jump to themselves and they're like well i want to be this kind of woman or i want to be this kind of woman but at the end of the day like mm-hmm. you can be the kind of woman that believes something for yourself but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean other women will be will follow the same thing and i and that's a human thing right like you can you can choose to do something that doesn't mean other humans will choose to do the same thing and that's okay like basically Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is that okay because when you said oh freedom of choice a woman can like uh wear or take off whatever she wants to wear my mind quickly jumped to and i'm and i don't like my mind did something that is wrong okay but it quickly jumped to like my application of that where it's like oh yeah but i don't like I believe in like modesty, like, but I believe in modesty. How can I support like women taking mm-hmm. off, you know, their clothes or whatever, or not like dressing modestly? Because you can support Wait, a woman's free finish. choice. <laughs> but then I realized that like, okay, but that's like my choice. Like I, I don't believe in taking off clothes. I believe in dressing modestly. But that's like me. That's mm-hmm. what I will do with me. And that's what I believe is best. And yeah. I will do what's best for me. But not everyone is going to do what I think is best. And I have to like mm-hmm. respect that, you know, just that someone else mm-hmm. has a different choice. And someone else thinks yeah. something else is best for them. But I, I wanted to point that out because I feel like some people might hear it and think the same thing that I was thinking. So I just wanted to point that yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. And... um that's another thing is that, um, you know, you might hear this and a lot of people might kind of, I guess, hear about the free, the nipple movement and let that be a representation of what all of feminism yeah. is. When in reality, you have to understand that um, there are so many different feminist issues all around the world. And, you know, one issue does not represent an entire body of people. And it doesn't represent an entire movement, um, which is, I guess, jumps to my next point. It's not really a myth, but I think I, I think it's important to point this out. 
um or do you want to do it i wanted to talk about intersectional feminism what that means mm-hmm. um a lot of people think that because we live in the, like western countries um have like rights to vote and women are you know deemed as pretty uh, free and liberal and given their rights and whatnot but um and a lot of people think that that means that feminism isn't an issue in mm-hmm. the west and that it is a, a, a an issue in other parts of yeah. the world And I think that is also a wrong way to think because you're forgetting that feminism, feminist issues or in, inequality plays out differently in different parts yeah, of the even, world. Even in, you like, know? At one, in one city, you have different, mm-hmm. in one city, you have different levels, different um, mm-hmm. social, I guess, levels and standards in different neighborhoods. And, and one thing, uh, that might affect someone in one neighborhood affects someone else, someone else in another neighborhood differently. Mm-hmm. So exactly. to just think about yourself and your experiences is very limited. You have to think about the larger context because people are get affected by things differently. And I feel like the intersectionality mm-hmm. is that some people are also um, oppressed in different ways. Yeah, like so, social issues can overlap yeah, with exactly. each other. So then feminism affects them also differently because they're already oppressed by exactly. something else in a different way. So mm-hmm. for example, like feminism impacts a Muslim woman differently than it impacts um, a white Christian woman, let's say. Mm-hmm. Or a black woman versus a white woman or a black person from the LGBT community. And also, like I also want to point out that... Um, Fem- I don't know if we were gonna s- we were gonna say that as a separate point, but I feel like it also kind of matches. Um, so mm-hmm. you said that a lot of people in the West think that this like feminism is not a problem in the West; it's a problem somewhere mm-hmm. else, or like they don't think it's a problem in the West, but it's it might be a problem somewhere else. Yeah, I've definitely had that argument thrown. But at that's me before. the thing; it's also like vice versa because in the Middle East, for mm-hmm. example, um, I heard the argument of, well, feminism is not a Middle Eastern problem. It's a Western problem. It was created by the West and it was created by the West mm. because they have lots of issues with feminism. But, but back in the Middle East, we don't have any issues. We treat women <laughs> lovely. Like we love women. They always say that. Like it's the Middle Eastern men oh, yeah, always yeah. say this. We love they women. Say, oh, I respect women. all women. I have a no, sister. No, they don't I have say a mother. I respect. They say <laughs> I love women. I treat them so well. Yeah. Like, you know, like... I buy them all the cars and diamonds they want. <laughs> that's such a bad stereotype. Oh, yeah. But, like, they actually do that's think another, that. Like, yeah, that's another thing. They think that if thing. they treat a Just woman... Just because you respect yeah. women or you love women doesn't mean well, you're a feminist. Well, that's the thing is that, that they you... think if they, if they treat a woman nicely and kindly, then mm-hmm. they're feminists. No, it means you're a good person. What do you person. mean? What do you mean I'm sexist? I opened the door for yeah, you just right like, now. It means you're a good person. You're a nice, good, polite person. But feminism is way deeper than that, okay? We are talking, like, mm-hmm. deeper issues. Exactly. It's not just about opening the door or, like, being exactly. nice. Like. And back to what you said, like, you know, people think that that's just a, a Western problem. Okay, yes. While some countries, women might be uh, struggling with issues like the gender the gender pay gap and the glass ceiling and maybe rape culture as well in its different forms, other countries might be struggling with um, female genital mutilation and honor killings and lack of education for women. 
Um, and that's not to say that like, it's just a different problem. You have to understand it's just a, there are different problems and there are different ways to um, address these problems because you're, you're, since feminism is a social issue, so gender inequality is a social issue. So that means that social issue would be including the culture, um, the pol uh, political structure, the laws that govern a country, all of these things um, contribute on, and shape what gender inequality looks like, what gen what social inequalities will look like in a country, because all of these things are affected by um, the social structure of, of, or I don't even know how to, I don't even know if that's the way to explain it, but, you know, all of these things are basically people are in, all involved in these people, like politics is run by people, laws are made by people, so, you know, societies are, 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 are uh, cultures are shaped by people. So obviously, if you're, you have people involved, then you're going to have social issues that are entrenched into politics, into lawmaking, into whatever it is. So I guess that's like the, I don't know if that's, if that confused anybody, but hopefully you understood what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, so the next issue on hand, unless you want to point something else out. No, I'm good. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So we've just, we've kind of touched on allyship, unless you want to point something out about that. Um, we need more men feminists. Mm -hmm. Men feminists are attractive. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I love this one. Okay, and this is gonna. I'm gonna pose this as a question to you. Okay, sure. because I love hearing this love question from from men <laughs> who argue with me about feminism in their living rooms. Okay, <laughs> throwing shade at somebody specifically. Okay, so. If feminism affects men and women equally, or like not equally, sorry, it doesn't affect men and women equally. If feminism also affects men, mm -hmm. okay, because I love, I think that a lot of men love to hear that <laughs> feminism know. affects them too, because that's the only way they I can know, care about it, it, it. If okay? it's their problem, maybe they can care about it. <laughs> if it's their problem too, okay? So feminism affects men too. Why is it called feminism? Because feminism makes it seem like it's exclusive yeah. to women. And feminism makes it seem like it excludes well, men and that it's all about women empowerment yeah. and men and need men to are, go uh, Yeah, you hear the gutter. argument of humanist. Why can't yeah. it be called humanism? Humanist. Yeah, why? Well, you know what? So you know how what? would you answer I that question? I didn't argue when, when, when someone told me that um, I was called a female, okay? I didn't argue when someone told me I was called a human. I just, like, accepted it because I'm mature <laughs> and I don't really care about words like that. So calm down. It's just a word. Yeah, like, you need to honestly, calm down, like, I feel like men are so afraid of, like, losing their ego or their masculinity or whatever. Like, it kind of tells you about, like, mm. their mindset and that their toxic masculinity mindset. That they're so annoyed mm -hmm. that a word has femme in it and that like when you tell them oh you should be a yeah. feminist you should believe in feminism oh no, 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 no why like it's it's feminism like that that's a woman's issue doesn't include me yeah. it doesn't include men in yeah, it so i can't i can't, I can't, I can't take yeah. part in this movement it's i just can't do it <laughs> yeah and honestly like okay by the way when we say so men blah, blah blah men that men that we really are not trying to generalize we're talking about specific type of men because honestly I've got some male friends who are feminists and I love them so much. Yeah. They like they I don't are have everything. Any male the way that they that are feminists. Well, actually I don't have a lot of male friends. You need some you need some male friends who are feminists. They are like next level. <laughs> <laughs> They're like next level, like just bonding over social inequalities <laughs> with your male friends. Um 
so anyway so yeah so how would you what would you say like how why would why why do you think we call feminism feminism why do i think we call feminism feminism Mm-hmm. I really don't know. It, it was just like, I just saw the word. I read about it on Wikipedia and I'm like, okay, I accept it. I didn't, qu- I didn't ask questions. You see, I'm not like, I don't have a philosopher's mindset. I was actually thinking about this yesterday. I'm not the kind of person that asks why a lot. Okay, I, I'll ask why once and then I'll answer mm. it and then I'll move on. And I'm like, I'll, I'm more like concerned about the how and the what and all of that. Like, how do we like, how do we mm-hmm. like work with what we have? Okay, but I'm not the kind of person that's like, why? Like, why this? Why that? Why? I'm, I'm like, okay, it's done. <laughs> it's right here. It's like, stop asking questions. Just learn how to deal with it, you know? it's called feminism (laughs) deal with it it's done (laughs) i love that response i love that um it just drives me crazy because i try to be like okay well why are you called this thing or why why is this called a chair why is this called a table like why are we gonna okay look my answer to that is like if you're gonna start picking on the word then that is like not your biggest issue honestly like the word feminism is not the, the not the issue okay like i think you've misunderstood so, um, but okay. I feel I, like they I actually would like g- it if we just call it meninism. Like it would just throw them off completely. You know, there is an actual like anti-feminist movement. I think there was like a Twitter account. I don't know if that's an actual thing, but I'm pretty sure there was like a meninism thing where it's like, oh, men have rights too. Oh, save me, spare Sarah, me. You know what's sad? If feminism was called meninism. I actually would not even think twice about the name. I would just be like, okay, it's called Meninism. Like, I would just literally... I would Maybe just be we like, should... I'm a Meninist. Like, I wouldn't even think twice. I'd be like, why is it called Men- Meninism? It should be called Feminist. I wouldn't even think twice. I'd just be like, okay, that's the name. Like, I wouldn't care that much. Like, people are so... I don't know. Like, they have problems. <laughs> they do have problems. But um, I think the perfect answer to this actually... Um, is um, by, I'm going to leave this in, it's a clip uh, of an interview between Trevor Noah and a Nigerian writer called, okay, and again, I really hope I'm not butchering this, but her name is uh, Chimamanda uh, Ngozi Adichie. I feel so, I feel so shit when I like <laughs> mispronounce okay. somebody's name. I, I get my name mispronounced But anyway, so she gave a really good reason for why um, why we call feminism feminism and i'm gonna leave that in here there are people who've said to me why do you call yourself feminist why don't you just say you're a humanist or an equalist but that is what feminism is right right feminism is about justice for everyone but you have to name a problem and the problem is it's women who've been excluded so we need to call it what it is wow that's fascinating because that's that's um <laughs> in many ways in many ways, that's, that's the same thing people say about Black Lives Matter. All yes. lives, they go to one. Yes. You say all lives matter. It's yes. like, well, we know the rest of the lives matter. The problem yes. needs to be exactly. addressed. Exactly, yes. Um, okay. Um, Trevor Noah, if you're so... listening to this, we love you. <laughs> we love you, Trevor Noah. <laughs> oh, my God. There's, like, a great story behind the Trevor yeah. Noah. We got oh, ripped off, Noah, okay? We got ripped off. <laughs> But we, but we you know what? And, just to see but, Trevor yeah, Noah. Yeah, but we in the end we got to see Trevor Noah. But we lost a lot of money for it. We lost a lot of money and our dignity too. Yeah, we lost a lot of money and a little bit of our dignity. But we made it to Trevor Noah's exactly. show. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so the final point, and I hope we're not missing anything. I think we kind of just like went over some of our points between other points. So, the final point that I want to say. 
just to kind of wrap this up and uh, and reaffirm this just in case anyone is confused until now, okay? Um, and that is that feminism is not about female superiority, superiority and it's not about hating men. We really, really don't hate men. Yes, we are angry and we have some reasons for being angry because, you know, if someone's stepping on your foot the whole time, you would be angry too. And it just kind of feels suffocating sometimes and frustrating when when there are certain kind of um, social attitudes or stigmas towards us that just feel they just feel so suffocating so obviously we do get angry but that doesn't mean that we hate men we don't we don't hate men um, that's actually called um, misandry which is the opposite of misogyny you've probably heard misogyny that's when that is female hating females is misogyny misandry is hating ma- males <laughs> um, and of course there are going to be feminists that hate men or whatever but like I said just because you're feminist doesn't mean you agree with another feminist everyone is going to have their different kind of interpretation of something and actually when you study feminist philosophy you're going to have a lot of like back and forth of like feminists making a theory and another feminist um, arguing that oh this I don't agree with this I don't agree with that and that's just philosophy that's like any kind of um, debate or about theories that's that's just how it is um so yeah that's just that's just like the academic bit of it but basically I just if you're gonna take anything from this um conversation just remember the first definition that we gave you and just remember that that is exactly what all feminists most feminists hopefully will agree Mm -hmm. with and that is that it's about equality between the sexes and that's it did so, we talk about how anyway. gender inequality is a problem with the pa- uh, in the past and women are equal in today's society? That's a misconception. Oh, we yeah. Oh, yeah, we can mention yeah, that. Yeah, because, we like, because uh, people, when people think about feminism, they think about women's rights to vote um, and things related to that. <laughs> and they're like, well, women <laughs> can vote now and they can, you know, have any job they want or whatever. So what are you guys fighting about? Mm-hmm. But they don't realize that there are many issues that still continue to pres- to to happen today. Exactly. Um, like, for example, you say something. <laughs> <laughs> like, for like example, men asking us to um, make sandwiches. No, I'm just kidding. The pay gap is still the pay an gap issue. Is still an issue. Uh, just okay, recently, also like the way the media portrays women. The way the way mm-hmm. women are, we mentioned this, like how women are sexualized in the media, overly sexualized. Women are sexualized. How women are pressured into, um, you know, like the whole marriage stigma of like, oh, uh, an unmarried woman is yeah. unhappy. A woman who doesn't have kids is an evil woman, or something like that. Like these are all things that kind of like oppress on a woman's. Yeah. Also, of keep choice. in mind that like uh, the United States hasn't even had any female president, so like. What are you talking Mm -hmm. about when they say, oh, women are... Oh, yeah. An abortion, like, still, countries still disputing abortion, making it illegal in some places. Um, And and also, like, issues with sexual assault cases and... Sexual assault, um, yeah. And another thing, too, is that feminism is a global issue, so there are lots of other global issues that happen, like FGM, female genital mutilation, and mm-hmm. the likes of <laughs> there are things that all, all also intersect i guess with like things that happen here in the west that also happen different places in the world so exactly exactly like sexual assault That's is a global one of those issue. issues that is yeah. global 
It's a global issue. Exactly. I think what the what feminism really tries to do is not just identify these issues, but also to find solutions yeah. for them. Because the first step after identification is educating people and, and making people aware that there is a problem. Because I think that's really how society mm-hmm. changes, is when we recognize a problem and we all agree on a solution. We all agree that moving forward, we're going to have a different way of thinking yeah. about it. We're going to make different laws about it. We're going to, you know, just the conversation about it is even, really, really even important. Even just and acknowledging it, like considering mm-hmm. it in your decisions, you know, and instead of just ignoring it. Yeah, exactly. And if that's, if there's anything that I can give advice on for anyone that is new to feminism and maybe has heard this podcast and has like, wow, okay, I didn't know this and I didn't know that and like is interested to learn more, interested to be more and, you know, engaged in it. I would just say start by listening and you hear this with other social movements too and it's start by listening because sometimes it's really best to sit back and let the people who actually have experienced oppression of any sort to talk and for you to understand what how someone feels like because you know it's really hard to have opinions about something that you've never experienced before Um, and I think the only way to learn is to really like you know, get get it firsthand from someone who's experienced. Ask questions, be curious. And and that is the best way that you can help too. But yeah, but also I would mm-hmm. say like ask ask many different, like diverse kinds of women because Yeah, because don't just ask one different. Type like of person. even me and Sarah have like different feminist beliefs. Experience. You know, like or yeah. femi- and different experiences. Yeah, too. exactly. So and yeah. and and keeping intersectionality and intersectional feminism yeah and and keeping in mind that me and sarah are like best friends and we kind of grew up in the same like realm i guess and Mm -hmm. but we still we still think of things differently and that's the thing is that we still disagree yeah it's that's things that like not all women are the same so it's important to like talk to uh, Mm um different different kinds of women and just like diverse women and and be able to understand different perspectives exactly that is the best way to learn is just listen, really. And read, and whatever else. <laughs> educate yourself. So, and not just on feminism. I think educate yourself on other social issues too. I truly believe that the more people um, are open to learning and unlearning certain things, the better we, the closer we get to changing and becoming a better society with more, uh, a more equal society, I would say. Alrighty, so we're going to end it here. But we're not going to actually end it because we will continue our feminist <laughs> movements. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, we're just going to keep going because I can talk no, about this I'm forever. I'm like, you know, we're going to continue like promoting feminism in our daily lives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Beyond like we've just podcast, touched upon it. Podcast. And I hope this wasn't um, too confusing. I hope it was educational. I hope you. I hope yeah. you've learned something. Um, let us know if you've learned any. If, if you've learned anything new, um, if you. If this is the first time you hear about feminism, we're not going to criticize you. We're really not. Also, if you have something um, that you thought of, or or something that you think that you can educate us on, feel free to DM us or leave it in the comments because we're opening to learning more things like we're not claiming that we are mm-hmm. feminists who know every every single issue that women yeah, go through for sure and we might have even misrepresented exactly. something or missed so we're open to also learning we tried our best i tried yeah, yeah so. exactly anyway, we're thank definitely you for listening still learners, and 
Thank you for we'll listening. Talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. And um, hopefully, um, if you have any suggestions for our next podcast, maybe a part two. If this is not going to be divided, then maybe a part two of feminism or maybe something specific you want to know about anything. Please let us know in our DMs or comments or wherever on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at OnTheOtherLinePods and on Facebook. Oh, yeah, Facebook too, OnTheOtherLinePods and on Twitter at OnTheOtherLine1. Um, yeah, we look forward to you hearing from us next time. Bye. Bye.